0: Howdy swim fans, welcome to Whiteboard Wednesday and on today's episode we're talking about how to pace the 200 and 400 freestyle. What we're really talking about is how to swim a middle distance event. So what is a middle distance event? It means the 200 or 400 freestyle of course. It could also mean the 200 butterfly, breaststroke or backstroke or it could mean the 200 IM or the 400 individual medley. We actually have a unique video just on that, how Michael Phelps and Katinka Hosu swim the 400 IM. So check out that video linked in the description. We're talking about the 200 and 400. Really, it comes down to four parts, right? If it's a 200, you've got four 50s. If it's a 400, you have four 100s regardless This video is about the strategy and how you can execute the optimal race performance and even in training for either of these two distances. And for this video, we're focusing on the 200 and the 400 freestyle. So to start, there's four parts. Part one, it's all about easy speed, right? You're not trying to use your legs, you're trying to float into the water, not float, a little bit more aggressive than that, but you don't want to waste up your energy. You're trying to build that first 50 and feel the easy speed. And if the training was there for you, it should feel pretty easy come race time. Part two is all about building your legs and setting up your pace the goal for a 200 or a 400 of these four parts is to actually even split the last three parts so the first 50 is obviously going to be the fastest if it's the first 50 of the first 100 of a 400 you're diving into the water you have easy speed because of the dive you're going to be faster but second 50 second 100 you really want to establish your pace and you want to build into the halfway mark of the race so you're setting your pace on that second 50. On the third 50 is when you make your move. It's the third 50 or the third 100 of a 400. That's when you make your move. Because if you don't, your times are not going to be consistent. You're gonna fall off pace and everyone's gonna swim faster than you and you're gonna to start to swim slower than you did on the second 50, because naturally your body position is gonna sink lower in the water. So on the third 50 is when you make your move, as a lot of coaches like to say, and you wanna start increasing your tempo, increasing your kick, and that really builds into the final 50 or the final 100 where you wanna finish strong, right? This is where you're trying to maintain that tempo that you increase, even increase a little bit more on the fourth 50. But if you don't set up your pace right on the second 50, then you're gonna be all over the place on the third and fourth 50. So if you break it up further than four parts only into two, you build the first half of the race, and then you try and push it hard on the second half. Oftentimes, swimmers wait until the final 50 to make their move, or they go out really, really fast, and then their legs are dead, and you have nothing left on the finish. That brings me to the next point. There's actually three different race strategies to the 200 and the 400, and in just a couple seconds, we're gonna talk about how the best swimmers in the world, the world record holders, split these different races. But first, this race strategy, uh, you can go out strong. Number one is just start out strong. And you'll see swimmers that are more on the sprint side, they'll have the easy speed a little bit more than other people. And their first 50 or their first 100 is gonna be way faster than everyone else. If the speed comes naturally, that's okay. That's a good race strategy. If you have to force the speed, like a more endurance uh, type of athlete, that's not good. It means you're gonna die on the second half and you're not gonna be able to push it on part three and part four. The second race strategy is to negative split, and this is really one of the best ways to feel good at the end of the race and really maximize your body's potential. It's to go out easy, but really push it on the second half and really empty the gas tank on the second half of the race, really part three and part four. The third way you can do a race is you can try and even split it, right? So even split is how you'd like to split the last three parts where you hold the same time. So let's say you hold 30 seconds on 52, you try and go 30 seconds and then 30 seconds again. If you go 30 seconds, 29, 29, that means you negative split. You went faster on the second half. Even splitting is where you try and maintain. That's more practical for the 400 distance and longer where you're trying to get into a pace and maintain that throughout the duration of the event. Now, obviously, the three different race strategies factor into different people with different training backgrounds different races. It also factors in short course versus long course. If you're in a 25-yard pool versus a 50-meter pool, it's a little bit different. But let's take a look at what the best swimmers in the world were able to do when it comes to their splits, and we'll see how their race strategy lines up. To start, let's look at Paul Biederman's. World record in the 200 meter freestyle, 142.00. He set this at the 2009 World Championships in Rome. It was absolutely insane. Previous world record held by Michael Phelps at a 142.90. And Paul Biederman takes it out in a 24.23. Then he splits 25.8, 26.1. 25.7. 25.7. If you look at the last 350s, there's only a few tenths of a second between all of them, meaning he was pretty consistent on the even split of the last 350s, which is ideal. You might say, well, his, fast, his last 50 was actually his fastest of the three. Keep in mind, the turn time is based on when your feet hit the wall, and at the end, it's on a finish. So he actually did even split this race pretty well, you may argue he could've gone a little bit faster on the third 50. And when you look at what his time was in the 400, you might say yes, he probably could've gone faster at the end of the race. Let's take a look at Federico Pellegrini of Italy. She went a 152-98 at the same world championships that Paul Biederman broke the world record in. And her world record, she split it in 27.34, 28.26, 28-26, 28-78, and then came home in a 28 As you can see, her last 350s, pretty even split. And actually, there's a lot of swimmers who go out faster on the first 50 than Pellegrini did. She went 27-3. Other swimmers in that same heat were out faster than her, but she was able to maintain her speed uh, very, very well on the last 350s. Now, let's take a look at the 400 freestyle. It's a little bit different. 400 freestyle, Paul Biedermann of Germany, same guy, world record holder. He breaks Ian Thorpe's world record, which was 340.08 by a hundredth of a second. He went 340.07. First 50, sorry, first 100 going out in a 54.4. Then he went 56.6, 56.1, and then a 52.9. That is absolutely silly. So he negative split his 400. Uh, His last 50 was a 25.7, just a couple hundredths slower than he went on the last 50 of his 200. So he had a lot left in the tank. Maybe he could have gone a little bit faster if he had pushed it on that third part here, but it's obvious his race strategy was to negative split. So he was obviously very, very comfortable on the first 200 meters, really built into it and then cranked it everything he had left on the final 100. Uh, very, very impressive. Katie Ledecky, 356.46 set at the 2016 Rio Olympic Games. She went out in 57.05, then held a minute .06, minute point five, and the final 100 was a 58.8. Katie Ledecky is known to get out and get early uh, speed. She starts out pretty strong, but if you look at her splits in all of her races, she is able to come home very, very strong. Basically, Katie Ledecky is a machine and is faster than everyone on every single part of the race. So her 356 world record as of today in 2019, we'll see how long that stands. But both swimmers, Katie Ledecky and Paul Biederman, are great examples of different ways that you can swim the race. Paul Biederman with a big negative split, Katie Ledecky with more of an even split. And in the 200, especially, the best athletes in the world are able to go on part two, three, four split the exact same time. And the only way you can do that is by building the first half, saving your legs, building your tempo on the third 50, third 100. That's where you really gotta make your move. Don't save too much for the end. Now here are some training tips to make it happen in reality. So number one, you wanna train with purpose. And we'll talk about the swim workout that we have here, which is a great set designed to help you on the 200 and the 400, and especially the 200 actually on this set. But what I mean by train with purpose is there's one thing to just swim a lot. It's another thing to swim a little bit really, really fast. But for a 200 and 400 in that mid distance area where it's not necessarily a sprint, but it's not super long endurance. It's a a longer sprint. You have to train your body to swim fast, and that set is great to do that. So we'll talk about that in just a second. Swim with a 200 stroke technique. What this means is your stroke will vary, whether it's hip rotation driven or shoulder upper body driven in a 50 versus a 200 versus a 1500. So in the 200, it's a more hip driven freestyle. The legs are very, very involved all the way through. Whereas the 50 freestyle or a shorter sprint is more upper body dominated, fast tempo, shorter stroke. So the 200 is sort of that balance between that speed and the super long endurance and the best athletes can change gears. So it's really important in training to find that technique and train with the technique that you'll have in a race in your workouts. Next, legs all season. That means you need to train your kick from the beginning of the season all the way through speed, endurance, technique. All of it's really important because if you wanna swim the 200 and 400 with intention and you wanna swim fast, you're gonna need the legs to back you up on the second half of the race, especially part three and part four. And you can just see it in a race where a swimmer doesn't have the conditioning in their legs and their legs just fall apart at the end of the race. And that's when you need them the most. So you have to train your kick all season. Race frequently so to get this pace right and to be able to split it like these elite athletes maybe not as fast as them but to have the same structure of even splitting the last three parts of the race last 350s last three 100s you have to do it frequently so your body knows what it feels like so that might mean racing in competition it might mean racing in practice in workout and training your body like we'll talk about in this workout how to swim at that speed with that technique Also, it's important to pick a breathing pattern. It doesn't make any sense to have the same breathing pattern in the 50 freestyle as the 200 freestyle and the mile, right? Anything above 100, you should be breathing every two strokes. Uh, Some people can breathe every three strokes. If that works for you, that's great. Uh, Breathing every four strokes is probably not enough oxygen to maintain that level of swimming. So I definitely recommend breathing every two strokes, whatever your breathing pattern is, Stick with it. If it's not breathing off the walls, if it's throwing in every four strokes here and there, figure it out in training, so that way when you get to a race, you can make the magic happen. Now let's talk about this amazing workout. This is my favorite way to train pace, and it works for more than freestyle. So if you're training for a 200 freestyle, this is awesome. If you're training for a 200 butterfly backstroke or breaststroke, this set is awesome. You might need to adjust the intervals to meet your specific skill level, but let's talk about it. 850s and then 650s and then 450s and then 250s and then 150. Between each round of 50s, you're going to have 100 easy. Now, your goal is you're trying to hit a pace on the 50s. And as you notice, the pace actually uh, drops. So you swim faster as you do less 50s. And on those 50s, you're going to get more rest. So, to go more specifically into it, you're going to start out with 850s uh, freestyle or stroke on the 55, and you're trying to hit 200 pace plus two. So let's say your ideal race pace is trying to hold 30 seconds. You're trying to go a 159 or a 158 and you need to hold 30.0 in your race. So on this, you're gonna go 850s and you're trying to hold 200 pace plus two. So you're trying to hold 32 seconds, which is gonna be pretty hard. You're gonna have to put in some work. You're not just gonna go 32 seconds uh, at all. If you're trying to go three minutes, then you're gonna hold 47 seconds. It's all relative to what your goal 200 is. Then you're gonna go 100 easy, and then 650s on the minute. And on these 650s, you're trying to hold 200 pace plus one. So you're trying to hold a second faster than you did on the last set. On the 450s, now you're hitting 200 pace. This is basically a broken 200 where you're trying to hit your ideal race pace on four consecutive 50s. Go 100 easy and then you've got 250s at 200 pace minus one. So you're going even faster than what your 200 pace is, but you only have to do it for 250s with a little bit more rest. And finally, if you want, you can go 150 fast and try and go two seconds under your 200 pace. And that should really be your 100 pace, the second 50 of your 100 at that speed, when you're going two or three seconds faster than your 200 pace, right? So if we look at any of these athletes, like Paul Biederman, if he were to do this set, His goal, it looks like, is to hold 26-0 or just under. So on the first uh, 850s, 200 pace plus two, he'd be trying to hold 28. Keep in mind, this is long course meters, and holding 28 seconds is pretty fast, let alone two seconds over 200 pace. And then finally, on the 450s here, he'd try and hold his goal race pace, which I'd imagine for him, if he were to do this set, he'd probably hold about 25 seconds, 25.5 on each of the 50s. And then on his final 250s, probably around 24 seconds, and then the last 50, uh, I don't know if he'd be able to go faster than 24.5 uh, from a push in training session, who knows. So that's a good overview of how you can think about training for the 200 and 400 freestyle. This is also applicable for the 200s of any of the strokes, butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke. But in case you were wondering, some things to think about and training tips and awesome workout. If you want more, check out the d- links in the description below. If you have any questions, give us a shout out. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We'll catch you guys later. This was Whiteboard Wednesday. Happy swimming. Bye.